Maybe you felt chills or goosebumps. Perhaps it's an overwhelmed feeling of something bigger than you or more complex. Whatever the feeling, God put the response in your soul as a reminder of His presence, power, and glory. It's called awe, and He wants to remind us of it every day in many ways. Join us as we discover how God has used His awe to inspire others to follow Him deeper in their lives. So today on In Awe by Bruce, we have actress and singer-songwriter Sophie Bolin, who has over 15 film credits as well as you may have seen her in commercials like WeatherTech or Subaru. Today, though, we're going to focus on mostly her latest work, which is Trafficked, A Parent's Worst Nightmare. And, and it truly is. Uh, if you're familiar with the whole human trafficking situation in the nation it's and the world, it's horrible. There's over 50,000 people trafficked in the U.S. a year alone, and over 50% of those were sex trafficking of children, which is horrible. Uh, the latest movie, though, Traffic, The Parents' Worst Nightmare, 50% of the proceeds are being donated to Sanctum House in Holland, Michigan, which is a safe haven for victims. And Michigan actually ranks number two in victim recovery help. So that that's truthfully a, a big plus and, and a great for them. The movie is going to be, uh, I think was released on the 26th. Is that right, Sophie? Yes. Yes. So it's the DVD and digital HD. Uh, and that syncs up right well with uh, January 11th being National Human Trafficking Awareness Day. And I think the whole month has kind of turned to that. Uh, the movie's a, a compilation of true stories. And Sophie's character, Allison, finds a boyfriend online, and this boyfriend, good-looking and everything, and talks her into going out the night before her 16th birthday and then sells her to a human trafficking group, which, you know, I was telling Sophie at the beginning, uh, sinks my stomach right from the start. But, you know, this is such an important subject and such a horrendous thing that's happening in our world that... I'm so glad they put out this movie because it's it's so realistic about what goes on. Sophie's also uh, involved in writing and recording original music in Nashville that's going to be released later this year. So hopefully we can talk about that a little bit at the end. But Sophie, uh, thank you for coming to In Awe by Bruce. We're glad to have you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So tell us, how did you get involved in this trafficked project? So I have worked with the one of the directors and producers, Joel Paul Reisig, for many years. I started acting in film when I was nine years old, and I was cast in my first film called The Christmas Bunny, and I got to star alongside Florence Henderson. Yay. And I met Joel, at that beautiful lady, um, yes. amazing. And I met Joel at that premiere, and he was, I guess he was impressed by my acting, and he ended up asking me to join a couple of his films in the future, so... I think the first film I did with him, I was I was around 11 years old and I did Mary's Buttons and I've been working with him for many years on and off on projects and he asked me to be a part of Tracked and he was, he was developing it with a couple other producers and writers and I was very nervous at first because I mm. hadn't done a film this dark and this real and it was yeah. telling real people's story. It, it wasn't just playing pretend anymore. And I was a little nervous to get involved, but I ended up thinking if this film could help one person, if this could bring awareness to one person's eyes, mm -hmm. I want to be a part of it. I want to help yeah. out. So that's how I got involved. Wow. So that takes me to kind of almost the obvious question. 
I'm looking at this and, and like you said, it's dark and it's important. How did you prepare to take on a role like this? Well, I was, I believe I was 16 or 17 when we started filming this mm -hmm. and I had no idea what it would entail. I had, first of all, I had no idea of the magnitude of human trafficking. This was such an eye opener and it has started a lot of discussions between me and my friends and I didn't even know how to prepare. I obviously did my research and I, I looked up on statistics and the issue but I really had no idea until we got to the first day of filming and we actually filmed one of the hardest, most difficult scenes first. And it was when my character Allison taken and she is at the location where she will be kept and tortured. It was very dark. And that was one of the toughest films we had to see. Uh, we had to film. Yeah. And, and that just snapped me into it. I had no idea what I was in for. And it was really tough because I was telling, it's not just playing pretend anymore. And right. it was a lot more emotional work being actually knowing that so many people are being held hostage mm. and are, are trafficked. It, I had I had no idea. So actually, it wasn't when the cameras were off. It wasn't just, oh, we're playing pretend. It was, yeah. no, this is real. So many people are living this. It was really the hardest part was trying to, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, um, I, I hear you because. You know, and you did a great job of it because you, the person goes through the isolation and uh, being told to do this and that, and you lose all rights, and and then you start they they get you hooked on drugs. You know, you was, you had to have that drug induced look. <laughs> mm -hmm. That hardest part. It wasn't preparing for the acting. It was the emotional weight of knowing that this is so real. And that was so heavy on everyone's heart while we were filming. And that was that was the most hard. I didn't even know I had to prepare for that. And that was the most difficult thing to prepare for this role. Did anybody there help you along those lines? Any advice anybody gave you or direction? You know what? We, we just really tried. We had wonderful people filming, great cast, great crew. And although well, everything was very heavy on our hearts, we did try to keep it light and to not be consumed in that darkness the whole time. It was a, it was a great group of people to do it with, and we all supported each other through it. Yeah, because you had like uh, Kelly Swanson, who people remember from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and me particularly remember from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uh-huh. And, and then uh, Dean Cain, of course, from Lois and Clark and God is Not Dead. And uh, how was that working with them? amazing you know I've worked I have worked actually on a couple films with Dean Kane. he is so professional he is so great to be on set with he mm -hmm. makes sure to talk to everyone he's the friendliest guy and I grew up seeing him in productions so that was unreal and of course when my mom was on set she was fangirling to meet him but he's just a great guy and then Christy Swanson I grew up on Ferris Bueller too and I grew up on Buffy I mean I was uh -huh. a little young but you know, I saw it on TV, um, yeah. and that was such an honor to be able to work with her and to play her daughter. And she has so much passion in her. It was great to do a film with her and work on her on such a meaningful film. Yes, boy, yeah. Your parents in the in the movie, she plays your mom, but mm -hmm. the uh, relationship between the two of them very very typical of what does happen in this situation. And then your grandmother's there too, and your sister, and it, it's just quite a dynamic that that's built there. Uh, through uh -huh. the whole thing. Hey, I just wanted to go back to something you said just a minute ago, because I'm kind of curious about this. On, with your friends, you said this has brought up conversations with your friends. Where's that going? What are you talking about? What are what are they realizing? Yes. Yeah, so when I, I first, I was still in high school and we filmed this. So of course I film, I go back to school, I get to tell them all about this. 
and uh, none of us really, myself or any of my friends, knew the magnitude of this issue. And we didn't understand that a lot of people think you just get ripped off the streets and it it's it's not calculated and you're just getting kidnapped. But a lot of times, like, for instance, my character, Allison, she meets someone online and she develops a relationship with this person who she thinks she knows. Yeah. She goes out with them and she has so much innocent trust in this person who is not a good person. Yes. And it's the train of events. It's him. He sells her. He gets the money. He's not necessarily the person who's selling her, but um, we had no idea. It, it's just a great conversation starter to be aware and um, be cautious of these warning signs. And it's great for, for people to see this film for that reason. I had a I had a family friend who came to the premiere and they had a daughter. This is a really tough film. It's really real. This might be this might be a little too much. And she was yeah. she was younger. And she was like, No, I, I need her to know about this because she is too trusting and mm. she does need to see this. And I'm sure that's what happened. It's great conversation. And I think it'll open a lot of people's eyes mm. and help a lot of people and make them aware. Not even yeah. of their their surroundings, what they're doing. Be be aware of the magnitude of how real this issue is. Wow, I, you know I don't know connection with other people or anything. Anybody you've run into since this that that you've realized has been fished by somebody online to kind of be dragged into it or anything? Not personally, but I definitely have through the news and and even things close to home. I'm I'm based in Michigan, and yeah. there's a lot that happens in Michigan. You'll see on the news, you'll see on Facebook. Hey, this you'll see how real it is. And people who have gotten targeted, I I don't know them personally, but I'm through the grapevine, most sure. Mm. If you had to sum up what your hope for effect on this is, you've kind of given us different things that you've have happened to you and your friends, but what would your summary be for people out there listening? Uh, what would you tell them and what would you want to have happen through this film? I want people's eyes to be opened to the issues that is human trafficking. Mm. Um, we know it's an issue, but we don't know how large and how close to home it is. And I think it'll really open up a lot of people's eyes to the issue. Um, and awareness is huge. And then hope, there's a, there's a really big story of hope in it so tell me more about the hope because you know that might be something that people out there are going this looks horrible and no hope what where do you find hope in this the family dynamics are very true to the film like you're saying the mom and the sister and the dad and the clash between the mom and dad especially while going through this mm -hmm. um, but they have the hope to go outside of their police jurisdiction and they hire private investigators they're, they're searching. They have all the tools. They know how to find her. There's a church, a great foundation of community who are all, who are all praying and believing for Allison's return. Mm -hmm. And there's all these people who are fighting to find her. And I think, I really think that's the hope. Good. It's not that the police departments aren't trying or d mm -hmm. don't want to help out more or whatever, because a lot of them are doing amazing things along mm -hmm. these lines. But as in the story, uh, the time that sometimes it takes to, to deem somebody as missing, you've lost precious time in trying mm -hmm. to find them. And so that's exactly. why, like, the family went to a outside outside private eye agency to, to try and find your character. Mm -hmm. Wow. Any, anything else about the movie uh, before I go on and ask you about your other things? I'm not, I'm not sure. I just, I, I really hope that a lot of people watch this and it gets out there because 
it'll open your eyes. Mm-hmm. And it really is. There's some beautiful, there's underlying messages throughout the whole thing and the relationships between the character. It's a really dark issue, but the movie tackles it in a very beautiful way. And it's it's really not, it, it's great for families. The producers and the director and the cinematographer have all shot things that's not in your face about it, but where you get the message across. Yes. And it, so it's it's great for the whole family to watch and start discussions and just start talking about it. I think that's a great point because when I finished watching it, I told my wife about it. She goes, I don't know if I can watch it. I go, well, Mm -hmm. the difference here is that they're not going into graphic things or anything along Mm -hmm. those lines. So you don't have that. It's it's insinuated and you know what's going on. But uh, otherwise, uh, it, it brings home the point very, very well. Okay, so changing directions a little bit here. Tell us more about some of the things you're into, including the music. I've been acting since I was nine years old. I continue to do films. I just had, obviously, Traffic just came out. I have a film called Dinner in America that's making festival rounds. It was just at Sundance. Um, Uh There's a film called Fond River that's going to be coming out. And I just shot a Christmas movie with the same producer and director from Traffic. So that's going to be, it's a musical, it's a Christmas musical and that's going to be really fun. And I believe they're shooting to release that this 2021 holiday season. And that's going to be great for the whole family. It's going to be really fun and really cool. And okay. then on top of that, I, di- I did a musical because I do um, song, write, and record in Nashville. I've yes. been going down to Nashville since I was 18 years old. I found a great group of people who feel like family, who I can collaborate with, and who are my team. I'm moving to Nashville shortly, and I'll be releasing stuff this coming year. So oh, songs. wow. That's exciting. What what kind of music? I do country pop, a lot of singer songwritery stuff. Um, the best way to describe it, it's hard because I haven't released anything yet, but I, I will be releasing stuff. But it's kind of like if Shania Twain went modern, and I love I love to keep everything family friendly. And my whole my whole message throughout all my songs is to uplift people and for people to have a good time and to feel good after they listen to it, and hopefully encourage them. Well, you sound like a very positive, uplifting person. Uh, that, can I ask you what gets you uplifted? Oh gosh, everything. I think I think it's a mindset. I think it's a choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's. I think if you count your blessings and you, it, it's like when you're down. I'm. I am a very positive person, but I obviously get down too. But yeah. um, it's like when you're feeling that, just count at least five things that you can be grateful for. Is it the flowers? Is it your family? Is it, it can be the little things. So everything, I think also having a passion, I have a passion for acting, singing and being able to do that every day. I'm very grateful for Oh yeah. That's always a blessing when you can do the things you love like that. That's great. So if people want to, you know, follow you and, and keep track of what you're up to, what do they do? Where do they go? So for me personally, you can follow me on Instagram. It's Soph, S-O-P-H, Bolin, B-O-L-E-N. I'm also on Facebook. You can keep up with me there. And then to keep up with the film Trafficked, you can go to traffickedfilm.com. And there is a ton of great content there. You can figure out from, from that website, you can see where to buy the movie in store or online where to rent it. And they also have a ton of great tools and PDFs where you can learn more about human trafficking, where you can learn more about warning signs and just a ton of great information, especially for the family and discussions. Good. So that's trafficedfilm.com. 
Okay. And we'll put that up on the website when we release the podcast. So that's great. Um, Anything else you'd like to say before we go? Yeah. Another, another really cool thing I just want to leave everyone with is uh, the Sanctum House. I know, I know you mentioned it at the beginning of this talk. Mm -hmm. Um, 50% of the proceeds from this film are going to the Sanctum House, which is a sanctuary in Michigan for um, victims of human trafficking. And they are, I met the people who run it at the premiere. They are amazing. They have such a passion. They have such a heart for helping people. And um, the Sanctum House provides housing, education, and mental health care, among many other things, to support these victims of human trafficking and get them back up on their feet and kind of introduced into life again. Um, So yeah, so 50% of the proceeds from this film are going to the Sanctum House, which I find amazing. And I'm great to be a part of a film that helps. A movie that cares, you know. And and that's, I was going to say, that's great to to take half of the proceeds and and give them to a place that really is helping people and successful. Mm -hmm. Man, it's fabulous. Well, you know what? I just hope you have a blessed day and thank you for taking the time to come on uh, In Awe by Bruce and, and spend this time and, you know, we'll be praying for you. Thank you so much. Sure. All right. Well, thanks a lot and we'll talk to you later.